to your favorite podcast, Tiny Sugar Ice Tea, with your favorite host, Elizabeth. That's me. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am so happy to be here with you all. Um, I know it's been a long time, but I'm back. So, today is a very special episode. Today makes one year exactly that I put out the first episode of Honey Sugar Iced Tea. So for those of you who have been listening to me since the beginning and are still listening and those who have invited others to listen right along with you, it's our anniversary. So happy anniversary. This has been a long journey. Um, Thank you so much to my supporters. I appreciate it. I am so, so, so elated. I know I haven't been as consistent as I initially was. You know, things have changed, so I've been having to try to figure out the scheduling of when I'm going to be recording and when I'm going to be publishing, and it just ain't really worked out the way that I thought it would. So, either way, I'm still here. I am here to stay. Once I get on a better schedule and things start to settle down for me, y'all are going to get a lot more episodes a lot more frequently. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, for being my listeners, for being my supporters, um, for being my producers, for just being here. Like sometimes just being here for a person means so much more than some of you will ever really truly know. So Thank you and happy anniversary to us. Um, today's episode is, to be honest, it's going to be a ramble because I got a couple of things off the top of my head. You know, uh, it's been a while since I put out an episode. I think the last episode, if I'm not mistaken, was published on Mother's Day and that was the road to motherhood. Um... I need y'all to start giving me some feedback too like initially some of you guys were and that's fine but let me know what you guys want to hear let me know what's interesting to you let me know if there are any topics that you want me to cover or if you want my view on anything um I would love to hear your thoughts I would love for you all to be a little bit more interactive you know tell me what you want to hear if you want to be on the show if you have a story if you have a thought if you have a question let's talk about it you know we're here for each other so definitely definitely that um I will say this I did try and I say try because it took me five days to record eight minutes of content the other day and that episode is going to be completely redone so it's not out but it will be completely redone because it wasn't the way that I wanted it to be and my headspace was all over the place but y'all know sometimes I'm kind of scatterbrained so it happens um one of the things that I have on my mind and this is something um I normally don't go this route or at least I don't think I do I might have to go back and listen to some of my own episodes but in most cases I try not to go this route but I do want to talk about this and 
it's basically just protecting your space and your mental health and knowing your place in a person's life. So, first and foremost, I want to say that I know long pause, long pause, but um, I want to say that I have recently been embarking on this journey to better myself to be in a better place mentally spiritually physically and emotionally like i've just been feeling really really off lately um i got the opportunity and the blessing to take my children on a vacation about three weeks ago and it was awesome it was a beautiful beautiful vacation like my babies enjoyed it so 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 much and i wish i could say the same Um, I enjoyed seeing their excitement, seeing them experience different things for the first time, um, seeing them try new things. I enjoyed how much fun they were having and just being able to provide them a space to be kids, you know. Um, Some of us have had to grow up a little bit faster than what we would have liked and have had to experience more life as an adult than as a child so I was just very very happy and overjoyed to be able to give them that experience to be kids and to have a kid experience as for myself it was enjoyable I did like where we were we went to and I know I'm gonna say this wrong because these people told me over a hundred times how to say it right um Vereville, Tennessee, close to uh, Dollywood in that area, or actually right in that area. But um, yes, we were in Sevierville, Tennessee, and we stayed at um, Governor's Resort, the resort at Governor's. I'm going to put it in the, the information um, later on so you guys can read it and look up on it, but it was a, it was an amazing place to go. So... I enjoyed pretty much on this vacation, my children getting to be children, but as a whole, I think I was there, but I wasn't really there. Um, And I couldn't really figure out why, but I will say that in a lot of situations lately, I am there, but I'm not really there. So I took the opportunity instead of just trying to do what I normally do and fix me and fix it on my own, I reached out for, ooh, I'm going to try to say this word, help. Y'all forgive me, y'all know I'm slow. But um, I did, I reached out for help. I have started to see a counselor and one of the things that I realized today, because um, I actually had a counseling session earlier today, but one of the things that I realized about counseling today is, A, I don't like it, but some of the things that you don't like, you have to continue to do to push through to help you ultimately be in a better place if it's going to help you be in a better place or if it has the potential to help you be in a better place. Um, this is the second counsel I've had in... I think this is like my third session, if I'm not mistaken. Then particularly like the first one, I don't have anything against the first counselor I have had. But um, 
it just wasn't connecting. I'll put it that way. Um, the the person counselor that I had today was a lot better, um, and that that's taken a lot for me to say too, because um, I know I was supposed to be focused during my session, but I was texting a friend of mine, my my love, my heart, um, and I was telling him, I'm like, I think I realized that counseling is annoying and that I have at some point become an introvert and didn't know it. Like, I'm, I don't like this. And, you know, of course, he gave me the encouragement I needed to just keep going and not hang up on that lady because I was on the verge of hanging up on her. Um, but I know I need help and I know that I want to be in a better space for my children and for me and for, you know, the future. Like, I want to, I want to be here in the future as much as I experience a bunch of different thoughts in my head and a a bunch of different emotions on a regular basis. I want to know that all of my troubles and all of my turmoil was worth something and that it amounted to something, something bigger than me and something greater than me, Um, that I put in the work to be greatness, that I put in the work to continue to hold my crown as the one and only Miss Greatness, which is for those of y'all who know me personally, know that's my other alter ego. So, um, I went through the process today and I think I'm proud of myself because I feel like today was a lot better with this counseling session, but I just know that I'm, I'm not the person that I know myself to be. And I know that the experiences that I've been having and the interactions that I've been having lately have not been a hundred percent the best. So, I did something that I normally don't do. I asked for help. And it's not necessarily the easiest thing in the world. Um, At least not for me. I know it should be. And I know I tell you guys all the time to reach out and ask for help if you need it. Or, you know, talk to a friend or come talk to me. And I still encourage you to do that. Um, But for me, it is a situation where... I think I've been conditioned to always be a help, but never, I was never taught how to ask for help. And that's entirely different. So a lot of people, and maybe I'm wrong, I, I will, let, let me rephrase what I'm getting ready to say. So from my experience and observations, what I've seen is that people raise their children out of what they've known and what they were taught and the experiences that they've had. You know, sometimes they do things exactly the way their parents did them and sometimes they do things the complete opposite. Sometimes they take a little bit of what their parents had and then they sprinkle it in with something that somebody else did and then they try to come up with their own and they wing it. Um, I always say that kids don't come with instructions and neither do parents. However, from my observation, I have seen that there is a fine line between raising a child, building up a child, and conditioning a child. And I think in some cases, 
or for the most part, I think I've been able to go through all of those phases of um, growth, rather. And in doing so, it's a situation where I appreciate what those who raised me gave me. I appreciate what I was instilled, what was instilled in me. I appreciate all of the building blocks that went into helping me become the woman that I am today. Yet I am coming to terms with the conditioning that occurred throughout my raising that I wasn't aware of, that I'm now having to unpack. And one of those things, and it's, it's so much, oh my God, if I could only tell y'all all of it. I'm not going to do that though. I mean, eventually I probably will. It won't be all of it, but it'll be enough for y'all to get the point. Um, one of those things that I've realized that I was conditioned to do is I was conditioned to be a help. I was conditioned to always be a caretaker and to be a person of service so I have throughout my life I volunteered for different things um, whether it be community organizations church things at school um, things with some of my family members I volunteered Uh, people have had problems and I volunteered to save them or I volunteered to take over the problem or I volunteered to you know whatever the case may have been whatever help was needed I volunteered my help but in volunteering my help and in agreeing to help and in trying to be and have a heart for and of service I never knew how to ask for help when I needed it and I knew I never knew how, or at least I wasn't taught how to trust the help that is given. One of the things Honey used to say all the time is, be careful what you take because everything has a price. Um, And it stuck with me. It it stuck with me for a long time and still sticks with me. Because in other words... Nobody's willing to do anything for nothing. Everybody wants something back. So are you willing to pay the price of whatever it is that they want? So I've never really been in a position to know how to ask for help. Or in my mind, if I help or if you help me, then you want something back. But if I help you, then I don't want anything. Which it sounds dumb to say, but again, that's part of the conditioning. So I am learning now at the wonderful not completely ripe but ripening age of 33 years old how to ask for help it's not easy y'all i'm being honest it's not easy but i'm trying to learn how to do it so that my babies won't be in the position that i'm in when they're older and so if i become the example that i want them to be then they'll do better later on um Another thing, too, that I've been dealing with and that's come across is space. Like the literal space, time, and the things that come with it. And then just knowing your space and your place. So, in knowing your space and your place, 
the thing that keeps going in my mind is recognize who you are in the lives of other people. And when I say this, I mean that there are times where we value others and we love on others and we give to others more than what they give to us. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing because it's not always going to be equal and it's not always going to be balanced. Should it be? In theory, yes. But we're not in theory, we're in reality. So know your space and your place in a person's life. Don't ever overplay your part. And I know you guys have heard that before, but don't ever overplay your part. You know, if people start acting a certain type of way towards you or they change the way that they're acting towards you or not even so much change, you just start to realize that it's not what it once was. In the words of Ricky Smiley, govern yourselves accordingly. It's not about hate. It's not about malice. It's not about acting funny. You just got to know who you are and know what it is. Sometimes people become used to you and they don't value you. They have an innate, unspoken expectation that you'll just always be there. And this is not a tit for tat thing. It's a knowing your place thing. If you do not get the love and the support that you give out to those that you love and support and those that you love and value, then sometimes, unfortunately, you got to stop giving it as much. I'm not saying completely stop, but if you got to completely stop, do that if that's what's best for you. But you have to learn to pull back when necessary. Because if not, you're going to go over a cliff and guess who's going to help on the way down? Guess who's going to try to pull your parachute or who's going to try to save you? Nobody but you. Because they're already showing you how they feel about you. They're already showing you what place you hold in their lives. I told um, a friend of mine not too long ago, it is worse to have a supportive hater than a true hater. Because at least with a true hater, you know who they are. They don't necessarily have to have a reason, and nobody does, to hate you or to speak badly of you or to wish for your downfall. But at least you know who they are. A supportive hater, it takes a little bit longer to figure out. It's almost like a snake in the grass or trying to find fire ants in a jar full of red hot. Like, you know it's there. Or you may not initially know it's there, but once you figure it out, you got to figure out who and where they are. A supportive hater wants you to do well, but they don't want you to do better than them. They don't want you to excel further than them. They want you to be great, but not greater than them. And I don't know if it's necessarily out of fear or fear of themselves or jealousy or malice or what. But at the end of the day, they're still a hater. They will give you all the accolades. Oh, that's great. That's amazing. You know, that's wonderful. You did that? Awesome. You know, they'll give you all of the accolades and the pats on the backs and the hugs and the excellences in your face but they don't support your business they don't advertise your business they they don't speak about your accomplishments to others they don't not necessarily saying network for you 
but they keep your achievements to themselves like it's theirs. Like they guard it and get offended in a sense when other people are speaking on it. And it's this thing I read the other day and I thought I had it, but I don't. Um, I can't find it right now. But basically it was stating that take it personal when they don't clap for you and they clap for somebody else. Take it personal when they promote someone else's business and they don't promote yours. Because you are a person and what's important to you should be important to them. It does mean something when they don't do it. I can't tell you how many people um, in my life I've realized are like that. And it's hurtful when you initially realize it because you're like, dang, like, okay. I can't believe that this is a situation. I'm not saying all of them are supportive haters. I'm just saying, you know, I've recognized that there are several people in my life that don't promote the podcast. They don't promote the show. They don't promote, you know, my business as a whole. They don't promote all the other side hustles that I have going on. But they're eager to do it for other people. They're eager and ready and willing to do it for others, but they don't do it for me. And I'm not mad. I'm not hating on anybody. I want everybody to win. I honestly and truthfully do. I feel like it's enough out here for all of us. Like, in my mind, each and every one of you and each and every person that's attached to you, all of us will win in our own lane. I don't care how many of y'all out there do hair. Baby, I'm ready to see y'all at the hair show doing it up big. I don't care how many massage therapists out there. I'm ready for y'all to rub the kinks, crooks, and nooks out of every inch of my body and the next celebrities. I'm ready for y'all to network and do what you do. My bartenders mix up a drink that'll make me forget the night but know that it was a good one. I want each and every one of us to win. I want each and every one of us to do great and wonderful things. But in order for some of us, not even some, all of us, In order for all of us to win, we have to genuinely, genuinely want the person next to us to win. I can know something and somebody that deals in another area that a friend of mine or an acquaintance or a business partner is in. And I can connect them because they don't know each other. You know, just mentioning their name. Okay, cool. Let me get their number. You know, we do that all the time. I'm not looking for you to give me no shout out. Hey, you know, I wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for you. No, but just, hey, good looking. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't expect any more from anybody else in return than I would think they would expect of me. But I do recognize that I have to move accordingly when those around me are not moving accordingly and it's not again it's not a negative situation sometimes you just got to wake up and realize that what you thought was a situation is not the situation that it is it's something entirely different those that you thought had your back are the furthest from you those that you thought didn't give two clucks about you are the ones that are whispering your names in rooms you've never been in they're the ones that secretly telling people hey 
go check out such and such. Hey, go look here. Have you heard about Get Twisted by Gemini? Have you um, gotten your hair done by Miss Monique? Like, they are the people that are out there speaking about you. The ones that you least expected. So when you recognize what it is, whether it's family, friend, foe, or other, move accordingly. This week's episode of Honey Sugar Ice Tea is brought to you by Sweet Treat Obsessions, the best sweet treats on the South Side, gourmet sweet treats that'll have you obsessed after one bite. For all of your birthdays, anniversaries, and special occasions, get your cakes, cookies, and pies from Sweet Treat Obsessions. You can find them on Instagram at Sweet Treat Obsessions. Or contact them at sweettreatobsession at gmail.com. That's sweettreatobsession at gmail.com. Tell them your favorite host, Elizabeth, sent you. Now, back to the show. And moving accordingly, that brings me to my next thought. You don't just have to move accordingly with other people. You got to move accordingly with yourself. Um, Cat Williams said a couple years ago, you have to check in with your star player. And I think a lot of times we forget to do that. One of those things, and I keep saying one of those things, but I mean, I have to narrow down the things that I tell you guys. So that's why I say one. But one of the things that I've also had the opportunity to realize is that I don't check in with my star player as much as I think I do or as much as I should. Um, We, I, me, I get wrapped up a lot of times and I have to speak for myself. I can't speak for everybody else because all of y'all might not be going through what I'm going through and dealing with the things that I deal with. So I'll, I'll speak about myself. A lot of the times I get wrapped up into everyday life, whatever situation that I may be dealing with, uh, whatever hat or role that I'm playing, whether it's a mommy role, whether it's an entrepreneur role, friend, sister, choir member, church person, um, just whatever I'm doing, I get wrapped up in that sometimes. And in doing that, you know, I'm always giving to other people that goes back to that conditioning that I spoke about earlier. I'm always giving and doing and I'm there for other people but a lot of times I forget to be there for myself which means that I don't check in and say hey you know are you okay are you good you know what do we need today which is something that I'm realizing that I have to do you know um you if you are not checking in with yourself if you are not giving yourself as much motivation and attention that you give to your jobs your families your friends whatever is taking your attention away from you then how can you be any good for anybody else we take beating so many times mentally spiritually and emotionally and in some cases physically from those that we love just to say or just to be able to say i was there for you but we never get to say that for ourselves um 
am at a point in my life where I've had to, for the last, well, we're in 2023, so going on two years, um, I've had to start cutting people off and not necessarily cutting them off, but allowing them to remove themselves from my life. Um, I used to pray all the time that God would remove the people and things from my life that meant me no good and would cause a harm or detriment to me. And when I really started consistently praying that prayer or believing that he would do it, when I tell you so many people that I thought were pillars and roots in my life got swept away like leaves and rice, it was crazy. And sometimes when I think about it, it's still crazy. Um, I don't know how to really explain the peace that I have had and have been able to experience without certain other people's issues and spirits and energies being around me um, is not easy. And I'm not going to sit up here and say that it is. It's not. Like, it might be easy for some. And to be honest, let me, let me change that. It is easy. It is easy to let somebody go or let somebody do and be who they are and have always been that you just now recognized after you realize how important you are to yourself. After you realize that there is not another you. There is not another opportunity to have certain levels of life and experiences without the negativity you know without the distractions that's what I'm gonna call it the distractions that certain people bring and certain energies bring so when I say check in with your star player I totally and completely mean that totally and completely wholeheartedly I mean it check in with yourself you know if something is too much then take a break stop immediately answering people and that's something that I used to always do you know I used to feel like if I didn't show up for a person who else would or if I wasn't there then who else would be there not realizing that before I came into certain people's lives there was other people there and they were still functioning just fine you know um again that still goes back to that conditioning but you got to condition yourself out of things and not even con- when I say condition I'm not an athlete so for the, y'all athletes out there please forgive me if I get this wrong but when I say conditioning I mean like the, the training that you go through to prepare yourself for whatever sport or situation that you're getting ready to play whatever you're getting ready to do that's getting ready to be a big thing you have to go through conditioning and you have to train for it and you have to build up your endurance and build up your tolerance so when I say condition that's what I mean um you have to do things for yourself that nobody else is doing will do and can do and one of those things is remove yourself from situations that don't serve you you know you have to remove yourself from situations that are not in your best interest so I say this wholeheartedly 
when you start moving accordingly with yourself, everything else will follow. I'm not perfect by no means or by any means. And I don't claim to be, nor do I want to be. But what I do want to be is present for myself. I want my own energy back. I want to be happy again. I want to be motivated again. You know, I want to be able to live a life that was lived and not just existed in, if that makes sense. So I'm having to move accordingly. Like if things don't sit well with me or if I just don't have the energy for it, I've gotten real big on saying no and not giving an explanation. No is a full and complete sentence. No is a lifestyle. No is a spirit. No is a being. No is a satisfaction when you say no and you mean it. And yeah, sometimes it may hurt you to say no. But what's going to hurt you more is if you run down your body and yourself for people who wouldn't even slow walk to you. Move accordingly with yourself. Check in with yourself. If you are hurting you, if you are doing some things or have done some things that are in your best interest or have not been the most healthy, I'll say that. And when I say health, I'm not just speaking about, you know, your medical health, but I'm speaking about all the other healths that go with it. If it's not healthy for you, go ahead and cut it out. You know, people are going to say what they're going to say, and they're going to be like, you acting funny. But in all actuality, you are doing for yourself what you've been doing for them all this time. Showing up. So, when I say move accordingly, again, that does not just apply to other people and other situations. It applies to yourself. You first, and then everything and everybody next. Um... When it comes to next, also don't wait to do certain things. Like it doesn't have to be a special occasion or a particular situation that you have to wait on to do something. Sometimes you just gotta do it. Sometimes you just have to go out there and just do it and make the most of whatever it is you do. A lot of people put their dreams on hold waiting for the right moment when in actuality the right moment is whenever you start if I would have waited for the right moment to start this podcast July 7, 2022 never would have been the right day you know but I started I kept having people tell me to do it um one of those people being Angel from Daily Talks with Angel. She kept telling me to do it. I've had several clients and customers tell me that I had something to say, which I normally have something to say, but I've gotten to the point where I don't want to talk at all. But that's another episode and another topic for another day. I've gotten to where I don't want to talk at all. I've gotten to where I have learned to quiet my spirit and my mouth because I don't feel that it's always valued. But I also have had to realize that I do have something to say and it may help somebody else. Like I don't want people, especially my children or, and when I say my children, I have to clarify myself because sometimes I think people hear me, but they don't listen. When I say my children, I mean all of our children, you know, all those that need our guidance and our wisdom, the village that 
doesn't seem to really be a village anymore. I don't want them to go through the things that we went through and I don't want them to make the mistakes that we we made. If I'm able to talk or explain or encourage somebody by telling them my story or some of the experiences that I've had and it helps them make a better decision than the decision I made in those moments, I want to do that. You know, I can't wait on the right moment all the time. Sometimes you just have to do it. And I'm not saying go in blindly or just make an impulse decision. But think about what it is that you want to do. And if the probability of doing it and being happy knowing that you did it, no matter whether it's successful immediately or not, or it has a specific outcome that you're looking for, is greater than your probability of I wish I would have or I could have or I should have, then do it. You know, like I said, this is our podversary. This is our one year of the Honey Sugar Ice Tea Show. And I'm hoping and praying that it gets bigger and that you guys continue to love it and listen and share it and, you know, encourage me to keep going. Um, It hasn't been easy. It hasn't. And I think easy is a word that keeps coming up because a lot of people want easy and this society that we're living in has made easy be something to aspire to. When I grew up or was growing up, I was always told the harder you work, the more valuable it'll be when you get it. You know, so I don't want anything that comes easy. Anything that comes easy isn't worth having, or at least though I was told. But in doing this podcast, it wasn't immediately successful. I think a lot of times I might have had one listener a month. You know, I might have had one person every couple of weeks listen to where it was only three people listening. And now, so it seems, it's 50 or so of you. And I've heard that some of you are sharing it. Live out your dreams before your dreams and your life gets cut short. You know, we don't always have tomorrow. We don't always have the perfect moment. We don't always get a redo. We don't. All we get is now. All we get is the moment and the opportunity of now to do the things that we want to do and aspire to do, whether it's jumping out of a plane or writing a song or singing background or doing karaoke or, you know, building a garden or starting a business, whatever it is, you only get now, so do it. Say what you got to say to who you got to say it to. And then govern yourself accordingly and move accordingly. Whatever is said is said and whatever is done is done. You don't get it back. In this month, some of the things that I've noticed or have come back to my memory in this week um, is that I keep going back in time in my mind to... 2006 to be specific July the 3rd of 2006 17 years ago 
and I'm not going to get into it on this show. It is um, an upcoming show, but I'll, I'll talk about it. But I'm going to mention it because this is where we're at. And I told y'all I was going to be rambling through this episode and we're going to do it because it's my birthday. It's my anniversary. But I keep going back in my mind to July the 3rd of 2006. I was 16 years old. And that was the last day. Those were the last moments that I got to spend with the tea of where the honey sugar iced tea comes from. That was my auntie mama. That was my heart. You know, for as much as I love honey and sugar, that lady, Shirley Marie Woods, Lynn Woods Allen, she was my everything. And I remember on that day, my immediate family we had all made plans on how we were going to proceed going forward based on how mama was doing and what the doctors were saying and what tomorrow was going to hold and how you know my mother was going to bring me clothes so I could stay that night and I was going to stay the whole week because tomorrow was coming. We had tomorrow. But I didn't get tomorrow. I didn't get a special moment. I didn't get the right time to say things that I should have said then or to do things that I should have did then. I had that day and I didn't get tomorrow. So in saying that, I say this to you all. Govern yourselves accordingly. Take chances. Take risks. Take opportunities. Do the things that you want to do. Remove people from your life that are draining you and sucking you dry. Move forward with your life. With or without those that support you, don't support you, love you, don't love you. Love yourself enough to say that your love is enough for you. That you are enough for you. Because tomorrow and the right moment and the right time and a special occasion are not promised to you. What's promised to you is now. And if your last moment is now, I would rather your last moment be now and you do something that will bring you joy in that moment or, you know, just would be something that you've dreamed of doing than a shoulda, coulda, woulda. So, that's all I got for you guys today. Um, I thank you all, as I always do, for listening. I thank you all for sharing. I thank you all for liking. I thank you all for being a part of the Honey Sugar Ice Tea family. I would not have made it a year without you. Um... I know I keep promising y'all bigger and better things. Please just bear with me and know that they are coming. Um, In addition to this podcast, y'all know I have my business, Honey Made. And by the grace of God, I'm consistent right now. Um, I have a 
one client that is getting ready to deliver a baby in September. I have two other clients right now on hospice, so I ask that you pray with all three of my clients and keep them and their families in your prayers. Um, remember that you can always contact me on social media via Instagram at honey underscore made underscore LLC. That's H-O-N-E-Y underscore M-A-E-D underscore LLC. You can reach out to me via email at heartoflily at iCloud.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-O-F-L-I-L-L-I-E at iCloud.com. And for those of you that have my phone number, call me text me let me know what's going on um also you guys are able to send me comments on the spotify for podcasters um app so if you have any comments any suggestions like i said anything that you want to hear please let me know i'm doing this for me but i'm doing it for you too i want you guys to stay interested i want you guys to continue to share and you can't and won't do that if you're not interested so just know that i appreciate you all i thank you all i am coming with bigger bolder and better and by this time next year i hope our family of honey sugar iced tea listeners will have grown so as always i love you and i always will